0: You now listening to the Purpose Addicts
1: Podcast. You got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like school to be
0: successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Purpose Addicts Podcast. Now what you're about to bear witness to started out as just a dream between two lifelong friends. And now... It's a movement that you get to be a part of. This is going to be a short but powerful conversation that's designed to help you do three things. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk boldly in your purpose. And three, become addicted to living life on purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined by my good friend, my brother, as I like to refer to him as the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. What's up, homie? How are we doing today? Yo yo, what's going on, big dog? Hey man, another day, another dollar. Life is good right now. What's what's going on in your world? What's new over in Alabama? <laughs> Ain't nothing new over here, bro. Um, Alabama, like it's got to be something new. I mean, from no,
0: nah, we um, that,
1: go ahead. From the time we had went to your wedding, we went to we went and walked around the city. What was that? Was that Montgomery? Yeah, we was in Montgomery we was in Montgomery. I mean Montgomery seemed like, you know, a busy busy city.
0: Yeah, but I mean we've been in the middle of COVID so we've been locked down at the house. So, I guess to answer the question is um is reopening. Um I'm back to work. Uh well, you know, the athletes come back next week, the athletes and the band. But um, you know, Alabama's I guess right now everything is just like it is across the country, a lot of tension marches is we've yeah yeah you could feel it um a hmm. lot of marches going on um right now the big conversation is um tearing down a lot of the uh, Confederate statues and renaming that. a lot of the schools in Montgomery cuz you got Robert E Lee, Jefferson oh, wow. Davis, all I mean it's like I don't know the exact number but there are a few right. schools in Montgomery that needs a renaming so um you know Man.
1: Listening to Ti Ti's podcast, which right now that's that's probably my favorite right now. Mm -hmm. He was talking about you know that same topic, and he said, you know, America is probably the only place where we celebrate losers. Like, didn't the Confederate lose? Yeah. It's like why? Why did we celebrate losers? Like you lost, you shouldn't have no flags, you shouldn't have no streets, no schools, nothing named after you. Like,
0: well, that's the fact. But it just tells you how much we want to hang on to that side that lost. We want to hang on to that. Whatever that is, whatever they represented, you know, we want to hang on to it. Okay. Okay.
1: So, you know, as I sit here and think about it, that actually ties right into today's topic, which I wanted to bring to you this idea of knowing when to end a chapter because that was a chapter in this country's history but Mm -hmm. before we dive into that do do me and the people a favor first give us what blew your mind
0: um so i've recently downloaded uh the game of spades on my phone and culturally, that wasn't something that we played growing up. Um, it was more dominoes. I can't ever really remember playing cards. Played a lot of dominoes though. But the thing that blew my mind was space. And I've played in person before. Okay. And at the beginning, when you call in your books, you say, I got four books and a possible. Okay. And in the midst of everything I got going on personally, I think like the uh, the books, are like the guaranteed, but like the tr- the power of the game is actually in the possibles. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So absolutely. like, you know, you got this and just applying this back to life, you got to find the possibles. Like, you know, what's a slam dunk, but you got to find the possibles. And with the possibles, you just learn how to play the game, play the cards. If this drop here, and I drop this, or I may be able to get you this, but we sometimes don't spend any time looking and thinking mm. about, the possibles and that's where it's at man I, I gotta look at all these possibles bro
1: the powers in the possibles, ah, that's Damn, that's, yeah, powers man. In possibles. oh mm-hmm. my goodness mm-hmm. i mean that's so that's so true like when you think about i mean for all all my spades players out there you know exactly what he's talking about right you, you're trying to maneuver through life And you're counting on these certain cars that you were dealt, Mm -hmm. you know, all right, these guarantee to get me a win. Example, you graduate college, you get a bachelor's degree. Is that a guarantee or a possible?
0: We think, or what they tell you, it's a guarantee. They tell you, you go to job, you go to college, you got the job. But in this society, the way it's up, it's a possible. So now, I mean, no, no, it's a guarantee, but now you have to be able to move around and find the possible because it's really not a slam dunk guarantee.
1: Absolutely. Because if you played spades before, you could have a guarantee, but exactly. if that bad boy ain't big enough, it could get cut yeah. depending on yeah. the, your opponent's hand, uh-huh. right? Or if
0: it's the wrong suit, they can cut you with a low spade. Yeah. Or boom. yeah.
1: And so, now your guarantee is gone. It's gone. And, and you hoping that that possible come through just yep. so you can, you can just make the bet. The bid from the beginning. All right, they say guarantee. You work hard, you will achieve the things that you want in life. Is that a guarantee or a possible?
0: That's a guarantee, actually. I believe because if you, if you, the
1: work, everything for me always goes back to work. What about for the people who have worked hard, worked hard all day life? Some of our ancestors worked hard all day life and never saw, never achieved the things that they wanted, never got them. Okay that's supposed to be a guarantee. Yeah. So is it a guarantee or a possible? Cause it sounds like it's a possible if it's not, if it's not equating to productivity every single time, cause there are a bunch of people who work hard, but at Mm -hmm. the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And the statement is just, if you work hard, you should get all the things, all the desires of your heart. Yeah, Yeah. 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 But I think sometimes people don't, play the hand right. Play the hand. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Come across somebody who know what they doing. Yeah. They counter your moves or it depends a lot of times in spades who follows you. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And And who before you. Right. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So it's a number of different factors. So I guess the real question is, is there any guarantees? Or no, there- and
0: you made me rethink my whole thought. I still think there's power in the possibles, but the there's guarantees don't work if possible. you don't put in the work.
1: That's, I think, the more accurate quote.
0: Yeah, but there's still power in the possibles.
1: There's absolutely power <laughs> in the possibles. <laughs> yeah, but
0: the guarantees, and there's nothing guaranteed. Yeah, all right, you talked me back on that one. That was good. Bam. You talked me back that. on that one, yeah.
1: All right, so that's, that's, that's still in line with, with what I wanted to drop on you, which is knowing when to end a chapter, right? We talked about um, America's history with the Confederate flag, and that was a chapter in America's history. But let's bring it a little closer to home. I've known you for a long time, um, and I feel like I've known a lot of the good and bad parts of your life, just as you know me. Mm -hmm. What I'm curious about is the example you would share in this question. Describe a time when you decided to close a chapter in your life. You made a conscious decision to close a chapter. Um, I could think of right now something that
0: I um something that I need to close a chapter on right now is probably my my social media usage. Um, but Why is that it's it, it's too much. I've gotten sucked in. I've gotten sucked into everything going on and then also the frequency. So it's like, I would like to get to a place where I'm able to use social media as kind of a release or a bonus for getting things done. Like, okay, this is your time for social media, as opposed to me as opposed to it being a part of my day and something that I do throughout the day where I'm constantly going, we're taking in too much information, or at least I can't speak for everybody. I'm taking in too much information. So you never have a time to settle on any thought because you're constantly going, constantly going. And um, that's kind of a chapter that I'm looking to close now, but it's it's been hard.
1: If you had to give somebody advice on, on, how to do that, how to close a chapter, what would you say to them? I would say you got
0: to follow the waves of where your life is going. Like, um, like you say, it's hard to cut off a community, but for, for people, let us say I was cutting off people. It's not hard to cut off people because it's about where are we going? Are we going in the same direction? Mm -hmm. And in real life, only people that I'm committed to that I can't just get rid of really my wife, my kids, my family, they're going to be there. But to a family, to a certain extent, you can, you can separate yourself from family. So Sometimes believe, you have to. Sometimes you absolutely have to. So if I was giving somebody I would advice, if I was giving somebody advice, I would say follow the waves of where your path is going. And if the things, people around you is not in line with where, you, where you're going and where you want to be, it's time for it to go.
1: So I think back to a time when I had to close a chapter in my life. Right. And for me, you, you remember what football was to me, right? Football was my everything. Everything I did was geared towards making me better at football. So I was playing since I was a little kid all the way up through college. And when college was over, Mm. there's always that short period, that small window of opportunity to try to go pro, try to make it to the league. Right. So I did my my attempts, my tryouts, my combines, and when none of those turned out, none of those panned out to get me to where I wanted to go, I was faced with a decision. Mm. Do I close this chapter or do I find some sort of avenue to continue to pursue? And I chose to close that chapter. Now, here's what it did to me, or better yet, let me back up. Here's what I had to do in order to close that chapter. I had Mm -hmm. to completely disconnect from it when it was my whole world and being Mm. like a lot of people, when they're a part of something a community or, or they're invested in a, a certain part of their life. So when I say disconnect from it completely, like my cleats, I put them in a closet in the back of the closet and put some stuff on top of it so that I couldn't see them Uh, footballs put them up, got rid of them, gave them away. Any, any equipment, any, anything that reminded me of the game. Matter of fact, for that first year after, I couldn't even watch it on TV.
0: Yeah. Um, but is that disconnecting or is that suppressing?
1: At the time, I thought that I was disconnecting. I know mm-hmm. it led to me closing the chapter. What I when I look back, it was suppressing because I did end up getting back into football because I missed it. There's a there's a period with athletes that people don't talk about that I believe many of us, many many athletes suffer from a, a form of PTSD. Mm. Played it long enough, you've invested in it long enough. Yeah, you miss it, but yet it traumatizes you. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I go work out, there's a switch that flips that I only know one way to work out. And if I can't be working towards that same goal, then me doing this workout doesn't fulfill me in the way that it used to. So I'm left in this no man's land. And I think that there's a lot of people who suffer from a form of PTSD when they close a chapter and it forces them to go back. Yeah. Writing the next chapter, they try to go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being more detrimental. Yeah. For me, I didn't realize that I had suffered from that until it was years later. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I know that that's what I did in that moment. Mm -hmm. When I say I came back to it, I got into coaching. I volunteered at a high school Mm -hmm. because I needed that fix. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like chasing a high but I couldn't.
0: You could get never get to back that. to it. You exactly. could never get
1: back to it. But the more that I coached, and the more that I started working with kids at that high school level, and talking to them about what the next level looks like, and kind of breaking down some of my mistakes, decisions that I made that could possibly help them to do better mm-hmm. and correct their path, I started to find some healing. Mm-hmm. And again, it wasn't until years down the road that I realized. Like your your question, mm-hmm. I think I was suppressing. Gotcha. Yeah, you were suppressing. Um,
0: wow. Well, okay. Now, do you handle um? What What is another example of having to end a chapter for you? Other than that, I mean, that seems like the biggest. And from that, you asked me about a time I had to end a chapter that stuck out to me. A time that I had to end a chapter was when I made the decision and I don't know how this is going to come over in a public form that I was no longer ready to be single. And I was more interested in like settling down, meeting the one starting a family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a, um, it was a big switch and it happened rather fast, but I don't think there was any level of suppression. So like what, you know, it was just one of those things that I flipped the switch, but I think that's just my personality. I'm able to just, like, at the end of the day, like, I've never been back to West Orange High School. I went back to Cookman for the first time in 12 years, like, two years ago when I came down for Nick's wedding. So Mm -hmm. I think it's ingrained in my personality that once I'm done with something, boom, move on. So suppressing it, is that just your way of dealing with things? Or is it just, you
1: think it was just a way to deal with that particular thing because it was just so big as a part of your life. No, I, I learned that about myself in terms of handling different points in my life. Um, in high school, my granddad mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. and me and him was thick as thieves. You know, I, I would spend almost every weekend over at my granddad's house. I love him to death, to death. Um, and so when he passed, I suppressed the pain, the hurt, the feelings that were that I felt that that were associated with his death, gotcha I, I I didn't know it again at the time that that's what it was in my in my book, it was try to move forward, try to move on because in my in my head, that's what he would want you to do, and that's what yeah. people are telling you he would want you to keep going and, and continue to move on, yeah, you know, I'm human like everybody else. But where it showed up in me down the road was football was my outlet. Mm, mm, I would mm. I would go through pain. I would go through turmoil, trials, and tribulations, and I would keep them inside and bury them inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would suppress them and let them out through physical activity. So you never you no longer had
0: that outlet to let out the things gotcha. Gotcha.
1: And so when you, when you talk about ending a chapter, you have to get to know yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. And you have
1: to get to know what your outlet is. And mm. I believe everybody needs an outlet. An outlet, people
0: absolutely. People absolutely. don't realize it.
1: Whatever it is, it has to. you have to do something that releases the pent-up pain, frustrations, and the things that bother you that you, during the chapter, go, mm-mm. I'm not going to deal with that right now or mm, I'm not going to say anything right now mm, that bothered me, but I'm not going to react right now. Mm-hmm. All of that doesn't just leave you because you decided not to react in that moment. It stays with you, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's committed to, to memory. memory. Yeah. But you have to do something that allows you to release that. Gotcha. So
0: when ending a chapter, the goal is not to suppress so how does that happen? Like, I mean, hmm. this is interesting. And and this is hard for me again, because I just, as I said, I've just been very much so, okay, time to move on. Okay, time to move on. We've mm-hmm. had relationships.
1: Um, I think a lot of people have that ability, that same ability, that once you've decided that a chapter is closed, it's easy for you to pack up and and walk away from it and don't look back
0: or is that or i just need some counseling and it's all suppressed somewhere in there and it's in my
1: subconscious and i need to shrink quite possibly i'll i'll say this i don't i i think our community and when i say our community i'm not just talking about the black community i think our community period mm-hmm. does not place a lot of value on talking to uh psychiatrists or or um you know No,
0: we don't. We don't we don't we do, we do not talk about mental health far as
1: much as we should. Yeah. As a as a community, it's starting to become a lot more prevalent. Mm-hmm, Definitely mm-hmm. in my experience within the black community, it does not um get talked about. You know, you're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to have that Superman Superman cape on and you never let them see your sweat. All of yeah. those all of those sayings and quotes that basically teach you to suppress your feelings. Yeah. And it ends up damaging your mental health, but yeah, you have to get that stuff out. You have to talk through that stuff. We're social creatures by nature.
0: Yeah. This kind of sounds like what we're going through right now as a country. It's almost like a detox. Mm. It's
1: almost like a detox.
0: We try to turn a page.
1: We're so, trying to turn a page and end yeah. a chapter.
0: Okay. So what are the ramifications of holding on without wanting to turn without going through and follow through and tr- turning the page. Like what does like, cause I'm imagining a lot of that goes on as well. Like, you know, that you need to get out of a toxic relationship. You know, you need to leave a city, you know, you need to make a move, but you're holding on to something that is holding you back from whatever is next.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, look at it. A number of different things uh, can happen. One, we talked about mental health. and how it can get impacted if you suppress, right? Um, If you are not able to mentally process your feelings, then you're not going to learn how to verbalize what you feel, which is impacting your communication skills. Yeah. Now, this is both inside of personal relationships, but this also can show up in, I think, professional relationships. Yeah. All right? So it's a vicious cycle. That is then... Connected to your ability to progress forward in those relationships, in those circles. On a professional side, possibly hurt your career, right? In terms of evaluation, you're not able to communicate your thoughts and ideas in a way that would have you to stand out and get that promotion and get that next job and then ultimately discover this gift and this purpose that you have on your life. Now, personally, how many relationships, how many marriages Fail because of a lack of communication. Yeah. Because we weren't taught to share our feelings. And and how to talk and yeah. Honest communication has to be at the top of the list for why a relationship is successful. And that's personal and professional.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. How else how else does it does it hurt you, right? By suppressing? Um I think I think you never learn who you are as an individual.
0: Mm, if you don't learn how to effectively close and move
1: on. Yeah. I think you don't see your own potential. You stifle your own growth. I think that it's important to spend time with yourself to have a long time. Oh yeah. Just you and your thoughts. Oh yeah. Right? And, and you got to
0: sit there. You do, and, and and have the discipline to sit there, or at least the patience to sit there and let it work out the way it's supposed to be working out.
1: How how often do you find yourself sitting in silence for at least an extended period of time?
0: I talk to myself, so never. You, you crazy? You,
2: you
0: know, <laughs> I mean that sincerely, and I I mean I'm. I'm
1: being honest. Um, I, too, am crazy. I talk to myself from time to time. <laughs> but I at least know that I got to shut up sometimes so that I can think.
0: I don't know, bro. I mean, I get what you're saying in principle. Uh, how often do you take the time to be silent? Um, I, I try to do it often, as often as possible, because... Everything is always always moving so fast. So those times it's it's kinda like getting back to home base. I think we might have talked about this before. Yeah. That time away where I'm just boom isolated from everything is my time to get back, my silent time to get back to home base. So I try to get at least an hour of my day in that space where um I'm I'm blocking off that the outside world and just me by myself, you know getting that hour or so
1: is that a consistent hour or is that a total of an hour
0: within? total of of an hour within that day um you know may come during my planning period um you know sometimes you got to turn that radio off and listen while you're driving in the car and then again as you know at night i'm a night bird so when everybody goes to sleep that's really the time when it's like okay sit down breathe think about where you're going what you need to do and, and get yourself mentally back to get back on that treadmill.
1: Yeah, I, I my favorite time is is probably in the car in the commute back and mm-hmm. forth to work. Um, I, I like either listening to books, audio books, and or podcasts. I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily listen to music all the time in the car. Same here, yeah, but a lot of times I'll just ride in silence. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many thoughts going on in my head anyway. Because like you, I talk to myself, mm-hmm. there's a lot of conversations that, that go on up here that, you know, there's enough noise for me mm-hmm. just in my own head. Mm-hmm. I've tried mm-hmm. to get to a space, though, like I, I was kind of looking at just articles and what people are saying about meditation, because I, I don't necessarily fully understand how to do it, if you will. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't give somebody step-by-step instructions on here's how to meditate, even after reading what, I, what I've looked at. But I recognize that that quiet time is my form of meditation. Gotcha. So uh, the idea of ending a chapter places emphasis on the word end, which mm-hmm. which would suggest not never to go back to. Mm-hmm. You think about a book. Um, but what you're describing in that example, as far as closing the chapter on social media, sounds like you're trying to repurpose its usage for you, for you in your life.
0: Which I mean, yes, but ending doesn't necessarily always have to be cut off dead and done. Sometimes I think end, end can be interchanged for just simply change. And that chapter ended and you're moving in a different direction. So when I think end, I don't think. Finish, I think, new direction.
1: Yeah. Because if you're putting it in the context of a book, mm-hmm. chapters tend to change mm-hmm. or end mm-hmm. when the story changes. A mm-hmm. break is entered, a new character gets yeah. introduced. But yeah. that's not the end of the book. That's nor not the end of the, end book. Of the story. Yeah. Right. So, in your example of social media, the, the repurposing of social media does represent a chapter closing from how you used to use it to how you will use it. Now. I think that can be applied to so many different aspects of our lives. Like how we view money. Do you view money? Do you view money as when I get my hands on it? I'm going to be tight fist with it. I'm not going to give, I got to hang on to it for as long as I can, as much as I can. Or do you see it as a tool that you send out on your behalf?
0: Um, I used to see it as when I get it, I got to spend it ex- as quick as I possibly can.
1: It burned a hole in your pocket.
0: burned a hole in my pocket. Now wow. I see it as a tool of something that I can use. You you get it to to give back and to build more on on what you have.
1: Yeah, yeah. the The reason that this this topic really hit me is because I was I was talking with a client and they were they were asking me about leaving a job opportunity that they had been at for some time and so they weren't sure if they weren't sure if they really wanted to do that and they felt like them moving on from this job was more going to be looked at and viewed as they quit as opposed to starting a new chapter in their
0: mm-hmm. life well okay who who's saying you quit is it you or is it the people around you if it's the people around you yo be chuck and not care
1: but if that was my
0: question yeah
1: i'm sorry to cut you, I didn't to no, cut you, you off i mean but that yeah. that was my question it was who, who are you really more so concerned about viewing you making this change as you quit yeah i always say when i look back at an opportunity if i'm going to leave it did i give my all did I, did I look back and can I look back and say that I gave everything I had into that opportunity and it didn't work out in my favor, mm-hmm. right? Did, did I give everything I had? Because that is the piece that I would regret the most. The most. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do your best in that moment to be the yes. best? Yeah. Did I fail? Absolutely. I did. And I have those points in my life when I failed. But what was more important to me, what mattered to me, what, what would stick with me, with me more in my, my future is every time I think about that, I would be reminded I didn't give my all. Mm. So swing it back to the football conversation.
0: How did that apply? When you, when, you, when you put up the cleats and you hit the cleats, at that particular time, did you feel like you had given it your all? And- I didn't.
1: Did. I didn't feel like it because I always felt like I could be doing more. I should have trained harder. Right. Yeah. I could have, I, I could have, should have would have could have. Right. It's the should have, would have could have, but that was in that moment. Now ask me that now I gave my all. I don't have those same regrets. A lot of why I felt that back then was because I didn't achieve the goal. I mm. didn't get to the league. So I felt like I felt like I had quit on, my dream and my opportunity. I was mm. devastated. Right. I, I, I felt the worst in that moment, mm-hmm. but now, now that I've matured, now that my priorities have changed, my purpose in life has been revealed to me a lot, a lot more. I realized that that was a chapter that prepared me for my future.
0: Mm. And, that, was... and that's, 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 that's huge. Cause I, I just wrote down a question. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. Um, there's a difference between the end of a chapter and the end of a book. Just because you're closing the chapter doesn't mean that the book is over. It's okay. just time to flip that page, go to the
1: next, so you can see what the next adventure is. And and one of one of my managers I had way back in the day, as I was kind of talking with him about I'm trying to figure out life. I had just started new career and you know I put a lot of pressure on me to succeed and I wasn't hitting the numbers that I wanted to hit. I was mm-hmm. doing good, but I was used to doing great. And so he put it in perspective and he said he he wrote on a sticky note I never forget. He drew a line and it was like a timeline and he said, you know, you got zero when you're born and he mapped out 20 and then 40 and then 80. And he said that when you think about it, your first, what, 18 years, you're a kid. I mean, yeah. you really, the, you know, nothing, you haven't accomplished anything. There are principles that you got to get some foundation that you got to establish. But for the most part, you haven't really done anything. Yeah. 20 to 30, right. Is where you start to find yourself as an adult and possibly get introduced to what could yeah. be your career. 30 maybe you got it figured out and you are really starting to put some work and some momentum in 40 right you've been doing it um for some time now and you look back really and truly the space between 20 and 40 is only 20 years that's a very short period of time on that long timeline yeah to 80 yeah right and I think what it did for me was it put so much into perspective as I look at my life now and where I am and where my priorities are. And I think people need to do this more is take a step back from the, the micro vantage point of mm-hmm. their lives mm-hmm. and look at it from a, ma- a macro viewpoint yeah. At What have you accomplished and where are you at on the timeline? Mm. I think there's so much ahead of us, although tomorrow ain't promised. I'm still gonna live life. I'm gonna yeah. live life like it is and yeah. bust my butt. Yeah, that's dope. I had another question for you. In in trying to end the chapter, there's gotta be indicators to look for to say it's time to end this chapter. Mm-hmm. What would you say are those indicators? You kind of mentioned you touched on one earlier when you talked about the communities and people not moving in the same direction. As
0: that's 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 um, for me that's the big one. Just what you're doing does it line up with where you want to be, and everything has to, that energy has to be pointed toward that thing. Like the yesterday we were in a um, a training session and one of the coaches we were talking about getting out and uh, head football coach, he said, um, God, family, football, and that's the order of life. And it just really stuck with me. God, family, football, and you can replace that third one or you can move it any way you feel. It really made me evaluate if my life is, is my life set up in that order? God, family, and then everything else. Whatever. How whether. would you know? Just looking at the tea leaves, the evaluation, where you spend your time, where you spend your money. Those are the two biggest indicators. Where you, your time. What is you where are you spending most of your time? All right. Yeah. If you wake up in the morning, you leave your house at seven o'clock, you're at work, and you don't get home till eight o'clock, that's a pretty strong indication that your job is running your life. So knowing when to end and close a chapter, end a book, however you want to put it, it goes back to what am I doing? Does it align with my ultimate goal and my ultimate purpose? And mm-hmm. is this going to line up with whatever it is you value as important or whatever it is you value as the direction of your life?
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Another question. Yeah. And this is just, as you think about you as a man, your legacy that you want to leave in the book that is your life when 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 people read that book and indulge in that book mm-hmm. hope that what do you hope is the takeaway that people get from reading the book of your life Balls to the walls, buddy. <laughs> what, whatever he did
0: he did it he did it to the best of his ability whatever it whatever it was man he, now why does
1: that matter to you
0: because that's just who I am like um that's who I am that's who I've always been like if I'm gonna do it I want to do it he gave it his best I gave I I did my best to be my best that's all I owe anybody that's that's really, y'all, y'all can tell me whatever y'all want to tell me, y'all can measure me by any stick you want to measure me by at the end of the day, how I'm going to measure me is did I do my best to be my best and that's what I hope the book writes you know what I'm saying, forget everything else the accolades are great, did he do his best to be his best mm-hmm. how about you
1: for me, in thinking about it for myself I wanted people I want people to take away he inspired others to be great okay and the reason that matters more to me is because I am a team player Mm -hmm. and I get more excitement and enjoyment out of helping others succeed Mm -hmm. not more than I get from watching myself or helping myself succeed Mm -hmm. I just get more excitement and enjoyment from helping others i agree with that
0: i agree with that absolutely hundred percent
1: yeah not taken away from my own but i i just i believe in people sometimes Mm. to a fault i believe that people are so much better and can be so much better than than who they are who they've been amen and and yeah optimist i i am but there there does reach a point you talk about the topic where I have to decide I can't care more about your success than you do. Yep. And so I have to end that chapter by ending my support and walking away because ultimately mm-hmm. it ends up becoming more detrimental Detrimental
0: to me. or supporting from afar, you know, taking my hands off and yo, listen, go ahead and handle that. I love you. I'm watching, wish you the best. But the, the, the time that you're getting out of me is, Hey,
1: I have to repurpose my own support. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we sometimes get friends or people that come to us for advice. And I don't know if you you've been here. You probably have. Most people have. You got that friend that you give advice to and they come back sometime later asking about the same thing, dealing with the same problems. And you either give them similar advice or you give them some different advice and they still don't go do it. But after a while, you realize I keep giving you the same advice and you keep coming back with the same problems. You know what? I got to repurpose my support for you.
0: Mm. 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 Talk to me. But I mean, sometimes like I believe people get things when they're ready. So although I give you the advice, doesn't mean that it's going to register is going to hit the same way it it hits like um the way it hit when it's supposed to hit
1: mhm mm-hmm.
0: you know so i i think that's i get what you're saying about repurposing the advice um repurposing def- the support we repurposing the support and i guess that would just lie on what to follow through
1: exactly because for me a lot of times to give some context, if if you come to me with this idea and I'm excited about it and you're excited about it and I give you advice because you've solicited, not just me giving unwarranted advice, but mm. you've asked for my help. And when I follow up with you to find out, hey, did you do that? Well, no, I didn't do it. Yeah. Okay, that, well, we that, all that, dropped yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, 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 you're Right? We all dropped the ball. Okay, let's try that again. Let's try it a different way. Why didn't we do it this way? Okay, let's try this way. That's that's what my coaching is, you know, in, in, in my profession, in, in my purpose and what I found Want to do that? I'm going to try a couple different ways to help you to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Okay. Until I realize you don't really want to go there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then it's time to, yeah. 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 It, it, that means, and, and it goes back to ending a chapter, knowing a chapter. If you ain't really to line everything up, you ain't really trying to do that. Like the best analogy I always tell people is if you're telling me you want to play in the NFL, you're in 10th grade and you ain't never played on a football team, hmm, you're probably not going to do that.
1: <laughs> you know, and not that I'm you down gotta, with you. Yeah. So, you just got to, there's some things you just got to do. You, you got to
0: do like
1: it's prerequisites, you know, exactly. And, and that's just it. Like life has prerequisites. Mm. Purpose has prerequisites. prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Right. So although we might feel that the school system doesn't prepare you for life, life prepares you for life. Mm-hmm. Prerequisites that you have to fulfill because you get put in situations and you have opportunities to step up and do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And you are given that opportunity to choose, choose if you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Fulfill the prereq. Yeah. A lot of people hate prereqs.
0: Yep. So we, we've been talking about ending a chapter, ending a book. How does this carry to the listener? So if somebody listening to the podcast, what are you hoping that they get out of
1: this? I would hope that people in listening to this this conversation, one, take a moment to look at their lives and reflect Mm -hmm. where they are. Are they at a place where they've been contemplating ending a chapter? Mm -hmm. And are they struggling with ending that chapter because really and truly they feel like they're ending a book? Gotcha. Because there is a distinct difference. Yeah, and so I hope that in this conversation it allows people to compartmentalize certain parts of their life. And as they look back and reflect on things that you know have, have contributed to, to the person that they are and their experiences, I hope that they're also able to look back and say, "You know what? That moment had a purpose, that moment was a chapter in the story that now got me to where I am. And is going to help me to better my tomorrow.
0: That's a really good way to
1: look at it. <laughs> I have a thought, this quote, I'll give it the food for thought for, for today. It says, just because people bring it to you, doesn't mean that it's meant for you. Mm. i repeat, just because people bring it to you, doesn't mean that it's meant for you mm.
0: ah, that's what facts. are your thoughts on that um that's facts um my my clearest uh my clearest uh my clearest thought on that is i use the expression eat the meat and spit out the bones So somebody gives you information or somebody bring you something. And this really applies when you talk about church and Bible and when they bring you information. You don't have to take everything you get because not everything may not apply to you. And that's the nicest way to say that. You got to chew the meat, spit out the bones.
1: Mm.
0: You see what I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? Like. That's that's 100% accurate, and I don't even remember the quote that you said at the beginning, but we're right there in the same area, I believe.
1: Yeah, just because people bring it to you don't mean that it's meant for you.
0: Yeah, just because somebody bring it to you doesn't mean it's for you. Like, I could say, Vic, yo, I got this 10 grand from you, man. I need you to ride up uh, up to New Jersey with me. Let's go! <laughs> Only problem, is there's dope in the car. Never mind. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So... <laughs> You have to be able to see everything and see angles of it and, and 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 know that, yo, listen, it sounds good, but that's just not necessarily for me. I might ask yeah. you to hold something when you get back, yeah, but that's not necessarily for me. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. chess, not checkers.
1: Checkers, yeah. Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. what are your thoughts what is your thoughts on your own quote?
1: Honestly, I, it, it took me some time to get this quote because this is what taught me how to end the chapter
0: exactly and that's what I was going to double back on you this that that bleeds in beautifully with the topic because sometimes even though you're sitting in that chapter doesn't mean that it's really good for you it might really be time to to go ahead and shut that thing out and it just takes some soul searching and some real self evaluation yeah um to go ahead and and that might be a good follow up to this episode you know if we just talk about evaluating self all right
1: all right, yeah. let's explore that.
0: Yeah, might I be like dope. that. Might be I dope. like that.
1: Yeah, exploring self. All right. Hey, well, listen, appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Another great episode. We love the listeners. If you haven't already, share it with three people. Tell them to take a listen. Join the Facebook chat group. There's going to be discussions in there every week. Uh, let's get active in there. We want to keep the conversation going. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And more than anything, Go live life on purpose. Purpose Addicts, we out.